Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. What is up, 88.9 The Bridge? We are here for the third morning show of the 2022-2023 school year. I am one of your hosts, Synth Shroff, and today I am here hosting with... Elise McDonald. So, as we get into the morning, um, it is Tuesday of a very special week. Sid, can you tell listeners what week is it? Uh, well, it's homecoming week, and I am <laughs> super psyched. How about you, Elise? You know, I'm very excited. It's going to be different, though, because Sid and I are juniors, and so our freshman year got taken away. And so, um, I don't know, it's going to be interesting on what it's what it's like, because this is like the official upperclassman hoko. Like, yeah, it can't, yeah. well, I was going to say it can't get more official, but I guess it can with senior year. But, you know, I, li- I like to think that this is pretty official myself. <laughs> so, um... Along with homecoming, before I want to talk about the parade, but before we do, I want to talk about Spirit Week. Sid, so just tell me, what are your thoughts on Spirit Days? Like, do you like them? Do you like think there are ways? Like, I think I think it's that? a I think it's a really cool way to like foster, you know, like that school spirit and like get everybody's energy ready, get everybody pumped for Hoko and the and the Hoko game uh, that's that's gonna come that's gonna come out of Friday, and. Yeah, I I think I think it's a really good way to get people pumped. Even though uh, some of our some of them are are, are are a little hard. Like I don't know yeah. I don't know how we're gonna do cowboys versus aliens. I think that'll be that'll be an interesting one to tackle. Yeah, I know. I I I love Spirit Weeks, and here's why: it's because I don't have to choose an outfit in the morning because it's already chosen for me. Essentially, you know, I know it's right. like they tell me what to wear. But I don't know. I think this week has like been pretty good with the Spirit Days because. Let's see, what do we have? Yesterday, we had Color Wars. That was fun. That's mm-hmm. always fun. It's like basic, good fun. Today is Adam Sandler Day. What do you think about this? I think it's funny, but I don't think everyone gets it, you know? Yeah. No, I had to have Elise explain it to you yesterday. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm wearing. I'm just wearing pajamas. I feel like that's Adam Sandler enough. Yeah. Um. On the topic of the parade, um. so 88 and I will actually be in the parade with our Bridgemobile playing music, handing out candy. Um. So, what's your favorite part about the parade? Ooh, that's tough. I mean, the only thing I've really done in the Hoko parade has been walking with eighty eight nine, and I'm planning to do that again this year. Uh, but I think I, I think it's I think it's just really fun, like walking and like seeing all the floats and like all of that. I think it, it's just it's just super cool, and yeah, I'm excited for that this year again. I think it's like a big thing, like for the community also, because I remember as a kid going to the homecoming parade and like getting candy you know yeah but yeah it's like it's like we've come full circle like i don't know when i was younger i would always like i said go to the homecoming parade get candy and now i'm handing out the candy so i don't know i think it's cool <laughs> i think 889 will have a beast a beast of a of a float the bridge mobile can't get better than that uh, you really can't and what are you thinking about for the homecoming game so we're going against l dub and Safe to say, I feel like we're similar levels on football, but I don't know. We have had a losing streak this year. R.I.P. But, you know, I feel like hopeful. I feel like, you know, our school spirit is so high. Like, there's no way that we can't win the homecoming game. Like, I'm predicting we're going to break our losing streak in the homecoming game. 
we're gonna win. It's gonna be a close one, but we're gonna win. Yeah. yeah. I just I just have a feeling because you can't get destroyed at a homecoming. Like, come on. <laughs> what is this? You know, that that's really sad. But Sid, what do you think? I don't know. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that 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 we're gonna do that we're gonna do better this time. I I could feel I could feel the homecoming spirit that's gonna you know pull us through the game. So I don't know. We can we can just see we can just see how we'll do. Yeah, I'm very excited. One of my best friends um goes to LDub, so she'll be here also, which is exciting. Oh, except I guess I can't affiliate with the other um school, but no I think it'll be fun. with the enemy. Yeah, never. <laughs> um. On the last part of Hoko, um, I want to talk about dance plans. Like, what are your thoughts on Hoko in itself? Because honestly, at the beginning of this year, I was like, oh, I don't even want to go. And now I'm going, but like, I don't know. I feel like sophomore year was so hype and so good for homecoming, and now it's just like, ah. Uh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, usually I stuck with like a smaller group, but now we're like merging with a bigger group. Yeah. So, so I think I think that'll be interesting. I, I think it'll probably be a different experience. Because are you are you you're going with a bigger group now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I the only thing is like the school dance last year they had like putt golf, which was fun. But I don't know. I, I feel was like a god at that. I feel like if we got you know because the whole thing is we make it fun. So if all of a sudden like all the kids like all the students just decided to like have fun and like mosh, <laughs> that would be so fun. Like it's up to us to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well. We'll we'll be back soon, and and after and after we come back, we'll be we'll be heading straight to Miles with our news. But first, let's hear "Homecoming" by Kanye West. Yeah. And you say, Shy City, Shy City, Shy City. I'm coming home again. Wow, what a good song! You know, I gotta say, I'm a huge fan of Kanye. But enough with that. I've been wondering, what is going on in the world? Sid, do you want to know what's going on in the world? Yeah, of course. I do too. I think we should bring it over to Miles here with the news. Miles, kick it off. To start off for our news to today, uh, Hurricane Ian has left 101 people dead following its arrival to Florida last Wednesday. In the aftermath of the storm, residents of the islands off the coast of Florida have been cut off from the mainland, stuck in conditions considered unlivable, with houses off their foundations and alligators washed up on shore. Hundreds of thousands of Floridians have been without power or even homes. As of Monday, over 1,900 people who have been trapped have been rescued from the hurricane, many via boats and planes. Across the nation, the synthetic opioid known as fentanyl is claiming more and more lives by the day. Use of the deadly drug has tripled among teens in the last two years, and last year, fentanyl comprised nearly 80% of all overdose deaths. Here at Mercer Island High School, people like our substance abuse specialist Chris Harnish have been great assets in preventing the spread of fentanyl among the youth in our community. I've recently had the pleasure of speaking with him to discuss this epidemic, as well as the high school's response. I'm Chris Harnish. I work for Mercer Island Youth and Family Services, and through a unique partnership between the agency, the school district, and the city of Mercer Island, I'm able to provide on-site counseling and support services to young people. Here in the in the area, we've seen huge increases in fentanyl-related emergency room visits, overdoses, and deaths. Unfortunately, this spike in deaths may be due in part to illegal drug manufacturers pressing fentanyl into pills that resemble common prescription medications. 
people will believe that they are consuming a less severe drug like oxycodone, but in reality are consuming fentanyl. The other concern we have is what's starting to come into the market is called rainbow fentanyl. So it came onto the market first with those look-alike prescription medications, but now it's coming in colored, kind of rainbow colors, and the concern being that uh, especially younger kids may think that it's candy or not see the harm in it and might be inclined to try something and, and get a, a fatal overdose. I think talking with your kids is important, and that's probably the number one tool we know that parents can be uh, the, the, the biggest deterrent when it comes to young people trying substances and having those conversations about prescription drugs, look-alike pills, fentanyl, rainbow, rainbow fentanyl, and providing uh, an opportunity to raise awareness in your children and also give them the, the information that they need so they can make good choices. I also spoke with our school resource officer, Detective Berrigan, about what can be done if someone has already overdosed on fentanyl. We are aware that it's going to happen, parties are going to happen, and may use drugs and alcohol. Uh, the biggest thing that we recommend is being aware if and what you're using and familiarizing yourself with Narcan or otherwise known as Naloxone. It is a spray that is used in the nostril and it reverses the effects and stops the effects of opioids. Since first responders carry Naloxone with them, Berrigan urges you to call 911 if someone you know has overdosed on fentanyl. Say you're at a party and you know, your buddy took some pills or, you know, he's not responding, you know, starting to look like a medical emergency. The concern is, is that you may have been possibly partaking in drugs or alcohol yourself and you're concerned for getting in trouble. In Washington State, if you call to have somebody assist your friend, you will have protection for yourself and basically there will be no prosecution towards you because you were trying to help that person. If you are struggling with drugs or alcohol, you can visit the Mercer Island High School's Resource and Referrals Office to receive confidential counseling and substance abuse services. The Resource and Referrals Office is at MIHS across from the ASB office. Following two back-to-back -back shootings in Seattle's U District on Saturday and Sunday, the, Seattle, the area of Seattle is looking for solutions. On Saturday, a man was struck and killed by a car fleeing the area of a shooting, and on Sunday, four people were shot near a bar. Mayor Bruce Harrell says that the city needs to invest in community groups, enlist more police officers, and use technology to pre prevent these tragic shootings. The Seattle police are working with the University of Washington Police Department to, pre to prevent future incidents. Now let's take you to news from the world of science and technology. Hi, I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. The Nobel Prize for Physiology or Medicine went to Swedish scientist Svante Pavo for his work on Neanderthals. He achieved the near impossible, cracking the genetic code of extinct Neanderthals, as well as discovering a previously unknown relative of humans, Denisovans. His work explores human evolutionary history and how humans have spread around the globe. NASA's Artemis 1 launch has been officially delayed until November. In the wake of Hurricane Ian, NASA postpones its launch plans for September 27th of the long-anticipated launch of NASA's Space Launch System rocket. During Hurricane Ian, there was no damage done to the Artemis flight hardware, and the facilities overall only suffered a minor water intrusion. 
the Dominican Republic is going green to improve energy security and boost tourism. Currently, the Dominican Republic gets 80% of its energy from fossil fuels, such as coal, natural gas, and fuel oil. But the government has committed to getting a quarter of its electricity from renewables by 2025, and 30% in 2030. I'm Sophia, and this was STEM News You Can Use. Thank you, Sophia, for bringing us STEM news you can use. As the midterm elections draw near, the Biden administration is preparing to craft its post-election agenda. Biden and his aides are currently considering whether it should make changes to the nation's immigration policy as one of its areas of focus. Biden is planning to run for re-election under the slogan, Promises Kept. And immigration is an area where Biden's plans have been largely unfulfilled, given the record high number of illegal border crossings. The nature of the change in immigration policy would likely depend on the makeup of Congress following the midterms. That's all for news today. Now back to your lovely hosts, Elise and Sid, on Breakfast on the Bridge. Thank you so much for the news, Miles. I definitely learned a lot. You know, I... Sorry, Sid. I think it's interesting. Biden has a new slogan, Promises Kept. What do you think about that? I think it's... I, I I think it's interesting. Um... Because I think there's definitely in in light of of certain things like uh like like abor- like like the right to abortions, I think one of his promises that he wants to keep and ensure is to is to is to talk about making sure that people have the right to legal abortions. Um and I I think I think that's definitely an issue that's driving him forward among other promises. And I think he wants to because I think one of the ma- the major critiques of Biden in his presidency uh, has probably been uh, that he isn't coming through with all the promises that he's mm-hmm. made. So I think I think he's definitely saying, okay, so what's going to happen if you elect me again? I will keep these promises. And there's definitely some really pressing issues that I think uh, people are concerned about that I think will 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 help him like get forward even more. Yeah, I mean that was that was a mouthful. I, <laughs> I feel like I can't say that much. I'm not too political, but. I don't know. I'm excited to see what will happen, where this will take us. Um, I don't know. We talk about it in history, you know, us getting more and more politically divided as the years go on. So who knows? Maybe we'll all be one big happy family again. Yeah. Just and, kidding. <laughs> and I honestly think uh, the the fentanyl, uh, that that whole story is That's scary. honestly really scary because um, – I mean, you've seen, or I mean, you've not seen, but like I've seen, I've seen other news stories where yeah. like you see like that it literally just looks like candy, and it's it's kind of it's kind of really scary. Like my sister, uh, I I think she's like, I, I I'm not even sure if she's going trick or treating, and that's definitely not like the only factor, but that's definitely one of the factors. Yeah, I think the whole fentanyl thing. It's important to try and be safe, but it's hard not to. I don't know how you can control that. I don't know, but the best important, I think the most important thing to do is, like, just have parents talk with their kids and, like, let them know about it. Yeah. Um. One thing that was kind of surprising is, like, the U District shootings. Yeah. I am, I didn't even know, that's, that's, like, I don't know, that's unsettling and scary. Yeah, close and, to home. Yeah, I don't know. And then, obviously, Miles also talked about Florida, which has been a main topic of discussion for a while, but something I didn't know is that, like, there are islands off of Florida. They're, like, completely cut off from the mainland, you know? Yep. That is scary. Yeah. I am I mean, all this news is scary, but, like, 
you're stranded. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little horrifying to yeah, me. I, I can't even imagine what would happen if, like, we couldn't get off Mercer Island. I know. <laughs> but, like, Kayak. being, like, completely cut off from, like, the ma- mainland U.S. for the most part, that would be yeah quite interesting i remember like, in elementary school they would always talk about like these rumors that there was going to be an earthquake <laughs> that would separate us from like everything else oh my god um i i think it's a lie but who knows <laughs> maybe it's true maybe it's true i don't know there's there's plenty to debate about that <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure speaking of debating here we have a very special feature by a very special person myself <laughs> um here is club of the week with hello i'm elise mcdonald on 88.9 the bridge and welcome to club of the week where each week we shine a new light on a club here at mihs for this week i have kathy one of the co-presidents of speech and debate here to tell us a little more about it hi so i'm kathy um like elise said i'm one of the co-presidents and basically how our club works is that we have sort of two different divisions we have speech and we have debate and you can choose to have like an individual event or work with a partner and stuff, and you will compete against other teams around the area in, like, a certain topic or resolution that changes if you're in debate. Or if you're in speech, you'll have the ability to kind of, like, give a speech or a presentation or something and then be ranked. And what's really cool about this is we have the opportunity to compete at places like state and nationals or other sort of, like, national tournaments, like, um, or, like, invitationals or things like that. And it's a super cool community. You learn a ton. You learn how to write essays super duper quickly. But it's also not that much work. So you should all definitely join. That sounds so fun. So how can I join? Yeah. So um, basically, we meet after school in the library Tuesdays. And meetings go until around 4 to 4.15ish for debate. And then on Thursdays, we have speech, which is also after school. Um, sometimes it will be in the library, sometimes it will be online, and we email ahead of time. You can email me at katherine.shao at misc400 or Andrew Joseph, and we can get you added to the email list with all the info, or you can just show up to one of the club meetings and um, kind of get to know what our club does in practice. Well, thank you so much for hopping on KMIH this week, Kathy. Um, I was really happy to hear about speech and debate. Of course, Elise. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And to you, too. Thanks for listening to Club of the Week here on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Wow. What an outstanding <laughs> feature that was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I think I think thank you so much for the Club of the Week information, Elise. Of uh, course. Um, it's w- a weekly thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually a former speech and debate varsity member. I did quit because... Shocking. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> because of, of because of time commitment issues and I wasn't really able to stay committed but uh my main event was what uh we call impromptu speech and it was definitely really fun and I think that's definitely what kept me in speech and debate because it took very little prep and it was it was pretty fun and what and what we do is you'd get three topics and uh and you'd have to give like a 7 or 8 minute speech on it and uh, no, you have a seven-minute time, hmm. and you'd have uh, one minute of prep in that time, uh, and then you'd and then you'd give a speech, and it, it was it was really fun, and uh, yeah, it, it was it was probably the best. I it's fair to say that impromptu speech is the best part of speech and debate. That sounds like fun. I feel like I would enjoy that considering how much I love to talk. Um, but on a similar note, so when Sid and I would go live, or I'd go live with other people, I came up with this game. Um. 
And this is a lot kind of like the impromptu speech that Sid was talking about. But basically what you do is you give them a word and they just have to talk about it for a minute straight. Just keep on talking. So Sid and I are going to do that right now. Yeah, let's, um, let's, let's give you a little bit of impromptu speech. Okay, so I'm going to go first. Sid, do you have your word for me? Ooh, okay. Your word is going to be... Oh my gosh, we're so soon. Okay, okay we're gonna we're gonna drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> Your word is. I'm definitely thinking of a word. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of a word. Uh, your word is watermelon. Okay, so watermelon. There are so many factors to this, and one of the biggest things about watermelon is the red and green concept you know like whenever you see something red and green but it has to be that specific shade of red you know like the pinkish red Mm -hmm. um it just like watermelon it triggers and there are so many good things about watermelon so first i'm gonna go over watermelon sour patch kids personally i think they're overrated but you know everyone loves what they love but my favorite part about watermelon is just the summer vibes um because It's so fresh, so nice. There's so many ways you can cut it up. You can do balls. You can do squares. You can do um, cubes. You, I just said squares. You can do like pizza slices. Personally, my favorite is like the pizza slices or like long rectangles. Those are fun. And then lastly, when it comes to white or like black seeds, because I don't know the difference is the thing. Like I think maybe one of them is more natural, but I don't know. More of the story is I love watermelon, and done. Okay, okay. Good job, Elise. I actually had so much more to say, <laughs> no, but it's okay. No, I know. Uh, I, I could hear that you de- that you definitely had more, but okay, Elise. Uh, <laughs> okay, do you have, Sid, do you have are a you word ready for your word? I'm, I'm kind of yes, in retirement. I am, speech, I'm coming prepared, days. actually, Okay. unlike others. <laughs> Just joking. Okay, Sid, your word is celebrity. Go. Okay, so what does the word celebrity really mean? It means... It means that there's people who keep their eye on you, who are always who are always watching you. And I think for some people that means like the entire world through social media. And mm. when when someone says celebrity, you might think of you might think of someone like Tom Holland who everybody knows and other and other and other people like that. But I think celebrities are really people that have an influence in people's life. And I think one of the reasons that these people that we label as celebrities are celebrities is because they have so big of an influence. But okay. I think within schools, within your own life, you could call people that have big influences celebrities in your life of your own. People who are able to make a difference and people who are able to do that. Like, I think one of the things through the radio is I, I really loved the idea that you could spread a mess. Time's I, I up. ran out of time. Basically, Anyways. what he's saying is we're celebrities. We are all celebrities. We all make a difference <laughs> in really people's lives. You really stretched that out in the biggest life <laughs> lesson you ever could. You know, I think one of the really interesting things is in, in, speech, in speech and debate, you were... I like used like a like a personal anecdote, and then I and then I'd make like everything like as big of a life lesson as possible, which is cheesy. I think that is, but the fake formula and... works. The formula works. I think it's fake Trust personally, me. and I think he shouldn't be trusted. <laughs> hey, there's a reason I got to state. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So speaking of celebrities, let's see what Annabelle Hegarty has to say no. with people on the street. Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty from 88.9 The Bridge, and this is... 
the series where I go around and ask random people random questions. This week's question is, who is your least favorite celebrity and why? There was an array of responses. Some were targeted. Leonardo DiCaprio because he refuses to date anyone over the age of 25 and just dumps them on the street. I don't like... Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. <laughs> that's not that's my answer. I, I second the motion because... Yeah, enough you know, said. You know. I don't know. Um, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I don't like Donald Trump. That's like very bland, but you know. Yeah. The celebrity that annoys me the most? Yeah. Kirsten Dunst. She's better now than she was, but when she was in Spider-Man 1, mm. she drove me nuts. I can't stand watching her on screen. I don't like Adam Levine because he <laughs> cheated on his wife. I think yeah. they have kids. Some were indecisive. Wait, I need to think, I need to think first. You can't just go, okay, wait, 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 Justin Bieber. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I never reported about him. I can't do that. I never reported about him. I can't think Are of this. <laughs> yeah, but I can't think of a celebrity I don't like. LeBron James. I don't know. Who are problematic celebrities? I don't like... Leonardo DiCaprio is kind of creepy. Um, don't like him. Oh, you know who I don't like? Anna Kendrick. Oh, really? She really bothers me. I don't know why. She just gives me the ick. Cannot watch her movies. Some disagreed with my question. What defines a celebrity? Trump. <laughs> my first thought was like Kim Kardashian, like Kardashians, yeah. but like I don't like hate them. So it's yeah, like, they're just annoying. Yeah. You should ask me what my least favorite car is. <laughs> Mustang monkey. Mm-hmm. So your least favorite celebrity is whoever made that car. Yeah, because it's stupid. Some were random. My least favorite celebrity is Tom Holland because I hate him. I would say Joey King because I think she's kind of annoying and I don't like the movie she's in. My favorite celebrity, oh, least favorite celebrity is Brie Larson. I don't like her. Jake Paul because I don't like him. Some even caused a debate to break out. Trisha Paytas because... Okay, I love Trisha Paytas. She named her she, kid Malibu Barbie. Changed. What are you guys talking about? Trisha Paytas. I say she's bad at Danielle Wilson. I already said that she's bad because she named her daughter Malibu Barbie. That's good. Malibu Barbie is like literally a perfect name. Like how can you even argue with that? I'm going to name my kid Malibu Barbie. <laughs> That kid is gonna get bullied. Well, yeah. I agree that kid will have a bad life because of their mom. So like, Trisha probably shouldn't have had a kid in the first place. But like, everyone has a right to children, and like, she can do what she wants in her life. Some are Swifties. I gotta say, Jake Gyllenhaal because I'm a Swifty, and too, he kind of sucked in Spider Man. Bye bye, John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal. You can leave. My least favorite celebrity is yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal because he doesn't shower and he yeah, was really mean to Taylor Swift. I love you, Ellie. That's what Sophia said. <laughs> Some were Kanye West. Maybe Kanye West. I don't know. He just he's just wild and doesn't seem like a very sane human. Kanye West is trash. We don't support Kanye West. He was mean. As we have gathered today, celebrities are strange people. Sometimes people hate them for no reason or for a very specific reason. I'd have to say my least favorite celebrity is Kanye West because he has no self-control. Thank you for listening to People on the Street. Well, thank you, Annabelle, for that lovely feature. Um, one thing I feel like need to be addressed when discussing the feature is Anna Kendrick. 
I heard uh, Ellie, she said she doesn't like Anna Kendrick. And at first I was like, mm, what? I love Pitch Perfect. But now I'm thinking about it. Like, that's kind of valid. She's kind of really annoying. But, like, what do you think, Sid? I don't know. I kind of feel like I love Pitch Perfect. So I love Pitch Perfect, I know. though. So I, true. I, I, can't, I can't hate Anna Kendrick just because I like Pitch Perfect. The one thing that you can't argue with is Joey King. Okay. I don't know who said it, but Joey King is extremely annoying. You I know who Joey King is? No, not really, but I can't in... argue against Tom Holland. I love Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. Tom Holland, I don't I don't I uh, I I don't get the hype. I'll say that. Okay. I that's fair. That's fair. I respect it, but I don't get it. I I think I think the best Spider-Man was Andrew Garfield though. True. I got to say. Truth. But <laughs> on the things that I do get is songs so recently i've been obsessed with young the giant i don't know it's just the vibes so let's give it a listen here is mind over matter by young the giant and after that we will come back to sports by sophia That was Mind Over Matter by Young the Giant. I'm Sophia Zana with your sports update. Buckle up because these past few days have been full of nothing but Seattle sports, so if you've been away or haven't been checking your phone recently, listen closely for anything you might have missed. It's safe to say that the biggest, best, and most important news as of late has been two powerful words that have rung across the entire city. Drought ended. For the first time since 2001, the Seattle Mariners have punched their ticket into the MLB playoffs and have put an end to the longest-running playoff drought in the top four American major sports leagues. To put things into perspective, the last time the Mariners played a postseason game, the movie Shrek was showing in theaters. Despite the Mariners making the playoffs, they still lost to the Detroit Tigers yesterday 4-3, but the fans can easily brush away that loss and continue to be excited for some postseason baseball for the first time in over a decade. On the other side of the postseason spectrum, the Seattle Sounders have missed the playoffs for the first time in the club's history after a loss versus Sporting Kansas City. Dating back to 2009, they had never missed the postseason and held the league record for the longest postseason appearance streak. But the Sounders will play one last game this season against the San Jose Earthquakes this Sunday at Lumen Field. Now moving over to the ice, the Seattle Kraken are geared up and getting ready for their second ever NHL season. They currently have a 4-1 record in the preseason and are ready to skate their way into this new season starting October 12th. Also, as of three days ago, if you haven't been paying attention, the Cracker have updated their roster to welcome their first ever mascot, Bowie the Troll. Inspired by one of the city's most popular landmarks, the Fremont Troll, you can see Bowie at Climate Pledge Arena for their first home game of the season on Saturday, October 15th. Back on Mercer Island, the homecoming festivities have begun with spirit days, dance plans, and the football game this Friday versus Lake Washington. If you can't make it to the game, tune in to 88.9 The Bridge to listen to it broadcasted live. I'll pass it off now to our pro- production director, Jenna Martin, for a weekly captain's interview. Jenna? What's up, KMIH? It's Jenna Martin, and today I'm here with week three of the captain interviews. I'm interviewing Sarah, who is one of the cheer captains. How are you today, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. So to start things off, how long have you been cheering? I've been cheering for probably like six years now. Grew up doing gymnastics, then I started cheer in seventh grade. Does cheer have a direct correlation with gymnastics, or is it something that, like, a lot of people do both? It's similar with the whole stunting, 
Well, you don't stunt in gymnastics, but you tumble, which you do in cheer, too. There's obviously different aspects, but there's a lot of similar aspects, too. Since you've been cheering slash doing gymnastics for a while, has that had any influence on you wanting to become a captain? Definitely, because I just have, like, a passion for the sport, and I enjoy, like, coming out with routines and finding stunt ideas for assemblies. I know you were captain last year, so were you excited when you became captain? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was definitely, like, a big step, because I was also a junior, but... I enjoyed it a lot, and it was really good for me to learn last year with the help of the seniors for this year. It definitely probably made this year easier. Do you have anything that motivates you to motivate other people on your team? Because cheer is such like a big thing in the school, and everyone's looking at us, and we're leaders of the school, and we have to be good role models. So I would say just being a good role model and a good example for my team so that it reflects on all my teammates and that cheer has a good reputation because I feel like sometimes cheer doesn't have a good reputation, and obviously a goal of mine would be for cheer to have a good reputation. So I think that's one thing that motivates me. That's a lot of pressure to be up in front of the school all the yeah. time. Yeah. Feels like you have, like, how many students do we have that many eyes on you yeah. at all times? Do you have any, like, pre-assembly rituals that you guys do as a team before? Well, before assemblies, we always go to the assembly run-through, and we tend to, like, have bagels. I don't know. It's just kind of a tradition. Or any sort of breakfast, like, right after. And not we don't really have, like, any sort of chant or anything, because you just kind of got to go. You got to yeah. go, like right from sitting down and right to performing. And then before home games, we always do, like, team dinners, which is always fun. Do you listen to any songs when you guys are going to the game? Not really, because we don't take, like, a team bus. We go in, like, different carpools. We just kind of hang out, I don't know, talk to each other, listen to whatever's on. That's exciting. Make sure to come watch Cheer perform in the Homecoming Assembly next Friday, October 7th. Thank you so much, Jenna and Sarah. I'm so excited for the homecoming assembly, the upcoming football games, and to see cheer on the sidelines supporting the Islanders. Remember to tune in to 88 on the Bridge for the homecoming football game this Friday. Let's pass it back to Elise and Sid. Thank you so much, Sophia. Um, loving the sports, working out very well. Um, so one thing I want to talk about, can we like discuss a little more into that captain interview that Jenna did? She was talking about cheer. I just like, one thing... I've never really talked about like talked about this on air, but like I feel like it's so I honestly respect because I could never cheer in front of the whole school. That is just so scary. I yeah, I I think it gave me like a newfound respect too when <laughs> yeah. when she talked about like having everybody's eyes on you and like everybody's watching you. True. I think that's definitely a lot of pressure that uh that the that the cheer captains have to have to put up with. Yeah, because when I do diving, um, it's like really scary, especially like. We have the, like, home meet on this Thursday, and that is, like, you know, it's Bellevue, and everyone's going to be there, and it's scary because it's, it's very high pressure, and I guess cheer is a little different because, you know, you're trying to get the spirits up and whatnot, um, but I don't know. Another moving topic is the Kraken's new, like, what's it called? Mascot? I was, I'm honestly surprised it's not, like, an actual Kraken or, like, an octopus, you know? Yeah. No, I I'm I'm really surprised by that as well, to be honest. Like I I, I saw the mascot, I'm like, wow, this is interesting. You know, I think it's cute, but it's like why? Like yeah. literally you could have done 
anything else. Well, I mean, not I'm not throwing shade at all because yay, go Krakens. But like at the same time, we're literally called the Krakens. Why isn't our mascot an octopus? It's just it's not really clicking with me. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I I don't know. I mean, I I think I think I think it's an I think it's a good mascot. I mean, like it's it's cute yeah, and everything. I don't yeah. think there's much to add about that. I mean, it's a it's a it's a good mascot. And it for... like makes sense. It's made like named after the Fremont Troll Toll whatever. Yeah, but. Mm. My sister actually always Personally. steals my Kraken hoodie for really? some reason. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I wear it much because <laughs> I, I'm not like, you've probably never seen me wear it because I haven't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gone to a game yet? No. Someone, I really someone just go. Someone gave it to me for, for my birthday. Oh, nice. And I just haven't worn it. <laughs> I really, really want to go. Like, I've heard that they're very entertaining. Yeah. Because, you know, personally, if you catch me at a sports game, I'm probably not there to actually watch the sport. <laughs> I love, here's the thing about me is, every single time I go to sports games, I love mob mentality. That's what I call it. <laughs> mob mentality. It's basically like, you know, when one person stands up, we all stand up. When one person boos, we all boo. Like, it's just my favorite thing. Have you ever been able to, like, start start something? Like, start a wave or, like, start? I um, know. I haven't, but there's a funny story. I was, one time, I was actually skiing up at Snoqualmie. My dad being the person that he does, he starts a Seahawks chant in the line because there's, like, a really long line. So by, like, after, like, like 30 seconds or something, like, everyone's going, Seahawks, Seahawks. And I was like, okay, this is really embarrassing. But, like, that's so skier Seattle of him. So, I mean, it, it's expected. That's so but funny. I don't know. What's your favorite, like, big sports game, like, type Ooh. of sports games to go to or watch? Ooh, that's tough. You know, when I was little, I actually played baseball, and if I didn't move to Mercer Island, I probably, I probably would have still been a baseball player. And I went to like a lot of baseball games, but mm-hmm. now, now I think I, I honestly baseball find games are so long. They are long. I find soccer really entertaining, though. Oh, I've, I don't think I've ever been to like a Sounders really? game. Or a have you not game. like not not even like a Sounders game? No, I don't think so. Wow. I my favorite sport to watch is women's basketball, though. Oh yeah. Um, hot take. I like watching women's basketball more than men's because, um, I don't know. I don't know why I like it more. Maybe it's, like, yay women, but... We also... Don't we have, like, a Seattle team for women's basketball? We don't have a men's basketball Yeah, team. so we have the Seattle Storm, which is awesome. And funny thing, Sue Bird finally, like, she's done. If you don't know, Sue Bird, that's, um, Brianna Stewart, I think. Yeah. Correct? That, that could be so wrong and really embarrassing, but I think it's Brianna Stewart. Anyways, I don't know, because my dad is, like, working. He's always been with basketball stuff and everything, and so I've kind of grown up around it. And I think the coolest thing is seeing, like, women perform. It's, like, empowering. I don't, I don't know. No, I think, I think there's definitely <laughs> something to it. Yeah. Um, but on another note, um, this is, like, a completely different topic. But I wanted to ask you, Sid, what is your favorite, like, older band? What is my favorite older band i mean i don't know i mean i have like a lot of like queen songs on my driving playlist because, oh i like, love you queen. can you can always listen to them anytime yeah it's, it's really good how about you um personally i also grew up with this with my dad but the beatles okay. Okay. um i just love their music such vibes so i want to play for you guys yesterday by the beatles let's give it a listen 
What an absolute bop. What a banger. Yeah. I honestly feel like I'm on the verge of tears every single time <laughs> I listen to that song. It's, uh, I can't describe it. It's like wholesome, but also sentimental, but also, I'm trying to think of that word, you know? It's like of the past. I don't know. What's it called? I, I'm forgetting of the word, but it's very, ugh, I don't know. It's very sentimental. Close yeah. to my heart, yeah. you could say. Yeah. Um, but on more local news, and this is more relevant to Sid than I, but um, I want to talk about our school musical. So for this year, we're doing Grease. Um, personally, I'm really excited excited to see it. Um, Sid, what are the show dates? Yeah. So, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for Grease. Uh, the show dates are the second and third weekends in November. So that would be... I'll be there. Uh, November, like, I think 11th through like 19th or something like that there's it's it's gonna be pretty good there's there's six shows and uh, and everybody in the grease cast is just so talented yeah there's so much competition this year so i i'm I'm really i'm really excited for it said who are who are you playing in grease i am playing a character called duty and he has this amazing song called those magic changes where i'm actually learning to play guitar uh I'm Cute. playing guitar for it, so that'll be that'll be really really fun. And what's yeah. your what's your like favorite part? Not to play, but just your favorite like char- character, I guess. Favorite character? Yeah. In Greece? Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. Um, I think, I think, well, Duty was definitely it was definitely one of my favorite characters because he's like one of like the more innocent uh of the of like the of like the boys. Yeah. Of like the Burger Palace boys. Um, but then I think I think for the girls, uh, it's definitely like Frenchie for sure because like is she like uh, the main girl. No, she's like the one that she's like the beauty school dropout. Oh, uh, and, I love that. song. Yeah, that's it's it's such a good song which the Teen Angel sings, um, and yeah, I think there's just there's there's so many cool aspects to Greece which I'm just really excited for, and I hope I hope the rest of the school is. But and you will hear a little preview of that at oh, the really? at the Mercer Island High School assembly. Oh, uh, for homecoming! Oh, uh, people are singing. <gasps> yeah. Is there? A, oh my gosh! Is there a homecoming assembly? There is. Yes. Yeah. Is that be, on Friday? Yeah, it's gonna be really exciting. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. I love assemblies. <laughs> I felt like we just had like our first like spirit assembly like last week or the week before, but I love assemblies. Smaller or like shorter school, like shorter periods, you know, and they're fun. Yeah. Unless it's like not fun, but most of the time they're fun. No, they've been really good this year. I think that like like leadership has really stepped up their game, and they're yeah. and they're making the assemblies like pretty entertaining. And and I've been like I've actually been enjoying them. And I'm like for the people who are like leaving early, I'm like yeah, that's kind of your loss because I'm actually ha- I'm I'm actually having a bit of fun here. <laughs> yeah. Um. On the note of Greece, one of my favorite characters. Okay, I want to talk about this because I've only seen the movie, and personally, from the movie, I was like. What is this? <laughs> um, because ugh, I don't know. I felt like I had no plot, and I was like, "Okay, summer fling and and music. What else? <laughs> summer fling, music, cars. You got any more? Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to hit on it. That sounded like I was, but like, I, I just didn't really get the plot. It's like cats. What is the plot? You know, it's it's enjoyable, but what is the plot? But I really liked um, 
Whoever sings that song, like, it's like Grease Lightning. I don't know. I like the oh, car Grease scenes. Lightning. Oh, my God. That's so good. That's so good. I mean, But, like, which one do you like better? I've never seen the musical, but I'm going to have to say I'd probably like the musical better yeah, the than, music- like, the movie. I think the musical is more entertaining, and it's more suited for, like, for like, like audiences that are, like, our age, I think. Because yeah. Grease is, like, a really old story. Yeah. I Okay. Do you guys know how you're going to do, like, the car shop and stuff? Ooh. That's gonna be interesting on set. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's a secret or not, but actually, I don't think it is. But but we're but we might have like a like a mini like golf cart on stage. It might be. It's gonna be really oh, cool. Oh, fun. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. I'm an avid. I'm an avid. Um, am I just wrong with fan? I'm not gonna lie. Last year, I literally saw the spelling bee like twice because I had like friends in different casts. But it was also just really good. Like, can't lie. There are some really talented people. Yeah. Um. Also on Glee. I just said also on Glee. <laughs> well, I was about to talk about Glee, so this works out. Um, when I think of Greece, I think of the Glee episode. Have you seen Glee? So, I have. Okay, do you know the episodes I'm talking about? I, I can't quite remember. There's too many. They're so funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's this one episode. Well, not I don't know if it's an episode or if it's like a series, but like McKinley High does this. Um, they do Greece. They do the Greece production. And let me tell you... That's honestly, when it comes down to the musical, the movie, I choose I choose Glee all the way. Um, I don't know. I'm a Gleek. <laughs> can't believe I said that on public that. radio, but it's true. So, I mean, are you a Gleek? Um, I think I just watch it because I think it's just funny how bad it is. But No, how dare you say that? You know, I watched Glee, like, fully for the first time, whatever, when it was, like, not like this is a really bad show like I, I was in like fifth grade so what year is that let me do some quick maths uh 2018 that makes me feel so old i don't know i know <laughs> when Gosh. you when you can't like remember like what year it was <laughs> yeah oh no it's, i'm honestly still like i'm still stuck in 2016 listening to fetty wap trap queen <laughs> if, I, if, I'm, if i'm gonna be truly honest personally that's 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 probably my new favorite word to say personally, but I don't know. Yeah, sometimes I forget. I'm sometimes I forget that like we're both juniors yeah. and like Wild. high school is almost over. Like this is gonna be like our second to last homecoming this week. Sid, don't say that. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of happy. I mean, it's it's gonna be. I don't know. I I'm like excited, but I'm I'm also nervous for like the things to come. Like there's. I agree. Yeah. I think last year I was like, oh wait. No, like, I kind of want to be in high school forever. And now I'm like, uh, never mind. See ya. (laughs) Like, I'm just so excited to get out of here. I think (laughs) that sounds really bad. I think I just, I don't know. I'm not one to be, like, nostalgic over, I mean, mean, oh, that's the word I was looking for earlier, nostalgic. But I don't think I want to be super nostalgic over high school. Like, take me to college, please. I'm I'm just excited, you know, for the future. Yeah. It's going to happen. Although, maybe I'll be sad during senior year. Yeah, who knows? who knows? Who knows? It's just it's just interesting to see how far we've come since then because it's it's been a That's lot. That's true. It's been a lot. I've been thinking like I've you know I've felt like the same since eighth grade, and like I'm thinking about it. Have I really changed that much? <laughs> I don't think I have. Like, well, maybe n- no, actually, I don't think I have. Um, but <laughs> I guess that means stay true to yourself, right? Ooh, yeah, so <laughs> true. It. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of Breakfast on the Bridge. This is our third show. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, 
We are your hosts. I'm Synth Shroff. And I'm Elise McDonald. And you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge, KMIH Mercer Island. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your breakfast on the bridge. And thank you for listening.